0: Yesterday's today's trip day in Camp the, uh One of the common problems that comes up with a trip is davening on a trip. Now, the problem is both in terms of someone was just asking me in terms of proper dress for davening when we're out of our element we very often don't have the proper attire for davening, but that's not going to be the topic for today. The topic for today is that uh, very often when people are on a trip, they just daven wherever they can. So they'll stop off in some rest stop and they'll go out into an open area and they'll just daven in an open area. So is that permissible and what are the halachas of davening in an area that's just a wide open area outdoors? So the Gemara says in First of all, a person is supposed to daven in in a place that has windows. So over here, technically, we sh- would be a problem, right? It should be a place that has windows. And then it goes on to say, <laughs> Not only is there a din. That you should daven in a place that has windows, but it's a chutzpah to daven in a place that's wide open. So there has to be this balance. That it should have windows where you shouldn't feel enclosed, that your mind shouldn't be able to expand and think about a Kodesh Baruch Hu, But at the same time, your person shouldn't be so wide open that uh, we'll see what the problem is, that if that's considered a chutzpah, if he's in a completely wide open area. So uh, the, the, that, that's the Gemara. Now the Eshal Rami Bacchach points out that this only applies to Shmon It says, Al Yispal, Al yispala, Tefillah in the Gemara is always about It's not about uh, the other the other tefilos. But what's the reason for this halacha? So there are three reasons that are offered by Poskim. Rashi writes on the spot. That when you're in a enclosed area, a private area, you have a certain ema of the king of a Hu, and your heart breaks a little bit. It gives you the proper mindset for uh, for tfilah. and in fact in Shulchan Aruch, when this halach is quoted that's the reason given in Shulchan Aruch simen tzadi Hey lo yispa'lo b'makam paritz k'mo b'sadah mipnei shekshu b'makam tzniyos chala alav emas melech ve libo a person's heart will break properly as it needs to be in uh, in tefillah. Beis Yosef, however, quotes from Rabbeinu Agadol Mari Abu Hav, who says that no, that maybe the idea is that when a person is Humble, the person looks to hide because they, they feel like they're not worthy. So, a person should be in a hiding place, so to speak, even though obviously we recognize that there's no hiding uh, from a Kodesh Baruch. A Kodesh Baruch will always find us, and we want him to find us, <coughs> Davinim, but we're showing that we're so humbled and standing in front of Hashem that we feel like we need to hide a little bit. That's the idea of being in a Makam Tsunora. But Tosos, however, has a different approach. Tosos, on that Gemara, asks, How is it possible to say that you're not allowed to Davin out in an open field? It's a first thing that we Basada. Yitzchak went to the Ein went to Davin in a field. So first Tosa says, well, maybe it means he was on Haramariah, and Haramariah is a din of Mukav Machitzos, and therefore was okay. But then Tosa says, Inami mari adam lavar Maybe the concern is that when we Davin out in an open field, people could walk by and that will be very distracting to us. Yitzchak found an open field where there were no people, so it wasn't going to bother him all, and therefore since it wasn't a distraction it was no problem. What you see from Tosos, says the Beis Yosef, is in Simon Sadi is that Tosos holds the problem with dominating in open fields, is the potential distraction of passers-by, but without that distraction, there wouldn't be any problems. The Beis Yosef says though, that Tosos' shita is very difficult to understand, because if the whole problem is potential distraction why would Chazal use, use such strong terminology that it's a chutzpah, the chutzpah, a chutzpah, a Okay, maybe it's not a wise way to uh, enhance your kavana, but a chutzpah? Where's the big chutzpah? I understand you can say it's a lack of anivus. That's a chutzpah. But just because you might be distracted, that's a chutzpah? So the Taz writes in Sivkat and Beis and Sivan Sadi that the chutzpah is davening in a non-tsnius area. What makes it non-tsnuah is the fact that there are passers-by, but it's a chutzpah to daven in a non-tsnuah area. The magna of says a little differently. He says, the chutzpah is the arrogance that a person will have to say that it's okay for me to daven even where a normal person would be distracted, but I could handle it, I could daven anywhere, I could daven even where there are people walking by, and I won't be distracted. That's the chutzpah, what what he's assuming when he davens in an open area. Now, according to Tosos, it seems very clearly that if nobody's around, it would be okay to daven in an open field, but again, Shulchan doesn't quote the reason of Tosos, plus the mishabur and Sivkat Yenaluf writes, from the Zohar, that Alpi Kabbalah, it's always best to daven indoors. That even uh, even if you're not concerned for any of these concerns, it would always be better to daven indoors. Alpi Kabbalah. In the Chuba Siach Yitzchak, simon Mem Gimel, he was asked about davening in a coffee house. So he said, "What's the issue of davening outdoors? Is that it's a uh, lack of tzniyos, And so he said, "If you have a place that's miyuchad for late Sonos and for kalis rosh and for lack of tzniyos, then for sure you would be you wouldn't be allowed to daven even if it's indoors." The whole idea is that the field may be a lack of. But a place that you know is a lack of tzniyas, you can daven in a bar, let's say. So that you know is a lack of tzniyas, you certainly shouldn't daven in a place that you know for sure is a lack of tzniyas. Now what if the, the, the only option is to daven outside, or the, your, your other option is also less than ideal? So Brew writes, let's say, for example, the other halach in the Gemara, you could either daven in a place that has no windows, or you could daven outside. So what should you do? The Gemara says both halachos. So the Meshavurah writes in the name of the Prima Gaddim that if those are the only two options, better to daven inside, because when the Gemara said not to daven in a place that has no windows, it just said, But when it spoke about davening in an open field, it said it's a chutzpah to daven in an open field. So the stronger Lashon tells you that they took greater exception to that. The Eshal Avram Mibachach, or Avram Davin Mibachach also points out that if, let's say, the only option is daven with a minion out in an open field, or you could daven be echidus later in, in, indoors. So he says, if those are your two options, then it's, then it's better to daven with a minion in, uh, in, in, outside than to daven in a room privately, that the maila of tefillah is a greater maila. Now, what's considered a mechitza? What's considered a wall? So again, in the Yesh al-Avrami he raises the question, whether uh, whether it, you only need one wall just to be in front of you, or you need to be surrounded by walls, maybe three walls, maybe four. So it would therefore, it that if you're out, if you're on a trip, it's certainly better to daven right next to the bus, where at least you have the mechitza of the bus in front of you, or between buses, where you can surround yourself a little bit with something. Rather, than maybe you want to tell the bus driver to turn off the uh, the engine because it will otherwise smell and be difficult to breathe. But if you, uh, but it seemed to better to be better to create those uh, those makeshift mechitzos. Rav even suggests that maybe a mechitza of people would be enough to create a mechitza as long as those people aren't also davening. So if you have people who are already davened or don't need to daven, that's a little difficult to understand why that would be okay, because that, that itself is somewhat distracting. Okay, are there any exceptions to this rule? So the uh, Mishabura and the Shari Chuvin, of Gimel, writes that in the name of the Birke Yosef that the Mimigyushalayim was to daven in the Chatzar Beis Why? Because the Chatzar Beis was surrounded by walls, just, just didn't have a ceiling. And that's okay. You only need to be surrounded by walls you don't need a ceiling in the shul that you are davening. This may be what the Gumaraamba Basso Dafkimlum Bays refers to when it says how they used to build a bay Kaita. They used to build the shul just for the summertime. And then they in the winter time they would build a different shul for the winter time. I think a number of years ago when Rabbi Gershon Kramer started a camp. He called it Bekaita. After that, Kamara and Dav Gimel and Beis, and Basra. That was a special shul they built for the summertime. What well, was special about the shul they built for the summertime? Misamet didn't have a roof. It was uh, it was more open, so it was more airy. Uh, so that that would be completely motived. Mishbar also writes that if a person is constantly traveling, then davening in a field is permissible, but he should daven next to a tree or something. Now what would be the swara of that? So it could be that it's not. Considered a lack of tzniyos, because that's just the, his constant condition, that's where he always is, it's not that he's going outside to daven, or it could be if you assume like the baleatosos, that he's so used to that environment that he's not going to easily be distracted there is a fascinating discussion in poskim about davening at the kotel if you daven at the kotel, isn't that just an open area, so are you allowed to daven at the kotel they discuss this with a straight face, right, whether you're allowed to daven at the kotel we generally assume, not only are you allowed to daven at the kotel, there's no better place earth to Daven, right now, at least, than the Kotel. But the Post can discuss this. The, the, tzitzel, the person who asked the question says, maybe it's permissible based on what to- Tosa's first answer. Tosa's first answer as to why Yitzchak was a lot of Daven basada was that he was on Haramaria. Maria. So we said it means in hara Maria is like a Tzmukav mechitos. No, maybe what Tosa means is that it was such a Makam Kadosh that it outweighs any concern of being in an open area so by the al Maravi you're right near you're right near the Harabais. so it should be such a Makum Kadosh that maybe it outweighs any of those concerns Aliyah says that is not the Peshat if that were the Peshat then it, would be, it wouldn't just be the Kotal Maravi it would be from any side of the Haraba's you'd be allowed to dive in out in an open field and he doesn't think that that's that that's correct and he says also the Taz and the Bach um both understand that when Tos says Haram he's assuming it's Mukaf Mechitzos, not that Har Maria is a Macham Kadosh, and therefore you don't have this halacha. So Tzitzel says, the head of the Kotel has to be something else. So what is it? He says, either it is that it is surrounded by walls, it's just a very large area, but if you look around, it's surrounded by walls on, uh, on all four sides, really. Even in the the back it's surrounded by walls, so it really is surrounded by walls, it just doesn't have a ceiling. And that, uh, and he says, I, but in the back of the Kotel Plaza, where you would be, where some people davening daven more uh, close to the back, there are always people walking by, so isn't that a problem according to the Baleatosa, so you're going to be distracted by people walking by, certainly if you're there on those big event days where you're going to see everybody you know walking by in the Kotel, isn't that very distracting? So yeah, may, if it's going to distract you and you're davening, so then certainly you should uh, try to daven in a corner somewhere in an area where you won't be so distracted but Sitz says, I remember when we were under British control how people would walk by, and it would, would come by on donkeys, and we were still davening by the coattail. Like, that's pretty distracting too. He said, the Kotal is worth davening at. It's uh, It's not a violation (laughs) <laughs> of this halacha. Also, he says any time you have a place that's designated for consistent tefillah, it takes on Kedusha's Beisach Knesset. He brings a Raya. The ramam talks about the Rukhava Shalir, the town square, where the Ram says, if it's, in, if it's only used on occasion for davening, then it doesn't have Kedusha. But the implication is that if it's used constantly for davening, then it would have Kedusha because that would be an okay thing to do, that if that's the only place that holds the amount of people that need to be held for davening, then that would be permissible. In the Sefer Yuffala Lev, he quotes from a ritva that with a minion it's not considered a chutzpah to daven out in the open, which is a big sniff lakula that we could use for trips so when people go on trips, at least if you have a minion maybe you could say that that wouldn't be even though we don't really pass like that but that would be another sniff lakula to, uh, to use on trips and certainly um, by, the, uh, by the kotel but uh, all poskim hold that it's mutter and preferable to daven by the kotel the only question is if you happen to go to a yeshiva that's right near the Kotel, you're uh, in Netevarieh, uh, or Eishatoru, uh, or Yeshiva Kotel and you're right there, you're right next to the Kotel, so the Yeshiva wants you to daven with the Yeshiva Minyan, so Nevin has pointed out that your main Achrayis is to the Yeshivas, even though there may be more Kedusha by the Kotel HaMaravi, but you're, uh, you're, you have an Achrayis when you sign on to be in a Yeshiva, mm-hmm. you have an Achrayis to the Yeshiva and to the Yeshiva Minyanim, and to participate in the Yeshiva properly. So he thought that that would outweigh the concern, the uh, the Maila of Going to the to to to, to daven in a makom kadosh like the like the kotel. Now it should also be pointed out: whenever you're on a trip and you're davening somewhere that's not your normal designated place for davening, or not even just on a trip, whenever you're anywhere that uh, that you're davening in a place that wasn't meyuchet for tefillah, you're always going to have to be careful to make sure that it is set up properly to allow for tefillah, meaning there shouldn't be any foul odor, it shouldn't smell bad, it shouldn't be dirty, it shouldn't be messy in the place that you're davening. Minchas Yitzchak, a Mendala says you have to be careful that you don't have a path, uh, that you're standing on two sides of a path where people can walk through because then maybe you won't be starif to a minion, the people on the two sides of a path. Very often you have this where if you're in different rooms, sometimes people like to daven in houses, but houses aren't generally built with enough space in one room to hold a whole shul so some people daven in one room, some people daven you have this in Shiva houses a lot, some people daven in another room not so passionate that they're always to a you have to, you have to be careful that it should be set up properly in a way that's, uh, that, that's made for daven. <coughs> so bottom line, there is this halacha that we're not supposed to daven out in the open to the extent possible, we should daven near a wall even if it's a makeshift wall like a bus, and the point is we should feel a sense of anivos in our tefillah and we should also try to avoid all distractions in our tefillah